What's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Peter Bolden. And I'm Dr. Craig Spodek, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Simply the best podcast in dentistry designed to help you maximize your practice and your life through four pillars of success. Leadership, team culture, marketing, and financial freedom, and everything in between. Now, let's get to it. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. It's Peter and I today, and we got a cool topic, one that uh, was given to us through a friend, uh, Miss Laura, formerly known as Laura Hatch, now Laura Nelson, correct, Peter? Correct. From Front Office Rocks, a program that we've been using for a little while, enjoying that. Anyway, she talked about customer service. She had listened to a podcast, and she talked about customer service being efficiency and uh, time savings and not just how you treat people. So people choose to do businesses with companies that are efficient rather uh, than just companies that treat you really nicely. Well, the context, Greg, I think let's back up just a little bit. I think the context, we were talking about customer service and, you know, there's all these, the patient experience and where, where we've, where society has now become, trained, if you will, is that customer ease, making things easy on the consumer is the ultimate hack. It's the ultimate customer service. Yes. People like, you know, um, you know, standing up in nice manners, but ultimately yeah, they the want Nordstrom you to meeting around the corner, you know, yeah. come and bring the bag around. Right. And that's nice. But ultimately we all feel overwhelmed. We all feel stressed for time, no matter who you are, dentist, mother, soccer mom, you know, you know, engineer, whatever, everyone is a common theme right now that I, and maybe it's always, but it seems more prevalent right now. So I think well, is, yeah, is our time. Self-checkout versus, yeah, exactly. So right. what, what people used to value is the checkout experience. The cashew was so nice. Oh my God. Did you want, you want fries with that? You know, you want, how's your day going now? It's like, I don't want to talk to you. I'm already like listening to a podcast on my ear pods and I want to just self-checkout. So how many times have you, at least in my experience, I, I'll buy something off of Instagram and I'll get to the checkout page and it has to link to some other platform and I have to enter all my data in and I'll be just, just like, you know, I'm going to pause. I'm not going to buy that versus like Shopify, you know, or Apple pay where you literally, it has all of your information completely ready to go. All you have to do is double click and stare, stare at your screen for facial recognition. So what we're trying to talk about today is that it, people think that it's their customer service but if your organization, if your dental practice is clunky to deal with, I don't care how nice you are to people and how much you remember their birthday and all this stuff, you're going to lose people. Right. And there's a lot of ways that this uh, happens. So I want to talk about the first way. I want to talk about patient, patients' time. So let's talk about all the different ways in which practices waste patients' time from the check-in procedure to the filling out of the medical history. I mean, the most frustrating thing, I just had to go to a chiropractor recently from my back. Uh, something was actually going on my neck. I had like nine pages, legit nine pages to fill out with a mm -hmm. pen and a clipboard. Never mind the COVID aspect of it all that I'm like now touching a bunch of pens that everybody else has touched. It was a massive waste of my time. I could have done it on an app or something else. It was so frustrating. So I think you're- So I agree. Electronic submission of check-in stuff, get that dialed in before so that that's not the first taste of the patient experience, right? Your patient experience is now already set off in a negative. You're doing something you don't want to do, which you showed up, showed up on time for your appointment, and now you get a clipboard, quote unquote, yeah. right? Okay. So I love that. So I get- And so by the yes. way, I wrote feverishly 
to just like sign, no, 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 not applicable, not applicable. But it still took like seven minutes. And then, and by the way, I gave it back. And they said, no, you didn't complete the last, it was double-sided everything. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? So not only did I have to waste time, but I was wrong. I failed the test. Mm. I failed my test. I had to go back with my clipboard and be sent back in front of the other people waiting. So I was shamed for, for my lack of being able to fill up the clipboard. And this is hard. You know, some of our patient management softwares have not caught up to this yet. And so there used to be, we used to have to piece things together using Formstack and making sure it's a HIPAA compliant version of Formstack, which then put into a web merge, which then sent us a PDF. And then we would, we would take it and print it and scan it and then put it in the patient's chart. So very clunky in itself, but it was very important to our practice to make sure that we had the, a digitized process from the consumer standpoint. Now we've, now we've streamlined it a little bit better. Uh, because the softwares have caught up, but um, where there's not this double input, so to speak. But, uh, but I think that is a great first point, Craig, is, is don't let the first impression be one of, here's a clipboard, go sit down and fill out countless pieces of paper. Um, you know, greedy. So the way around this is make it digital and then sit, tell the person when you're scheduling, we're going to send you an email three days prior or a week prior to your appointment and need you to fill out this online paperwork prior so that when you show up, we are ready to roll, which is, I think the second point, and I don't want to hijack your thing, Craig, but I think oh, this is great. This is our physical thing. time, right? We have always prided myself. I said, look, if the patient's appointment is at one and they show up at one we better damn well be ready to see them. Because again, going back to time, customer ease, People get pissed off when you go to the doctor's office and you show up at two for your two o'clock appointment and you're not seen by the doctor until three. And I'm talking about physician, right? Um, and by the way, it's not a conscious process of you getting pissed off, but when, when you waste a patient's time or, if, or, well, well, I'm just going to say if you, if, if, if you start to run late and things happen, people start for, to look for reasons why they don't like you anymore. It's like when you, when, when a patient owes you money, mm-hmm. Yeah, if a patient find, owes uh, you money, they're going this? to be less happy with, that's why when you get to a hotel, the first thing they do is, they, hey, let's, hey, Dr. Bolden, welcome to the Rich Carlton. Let's go ahead and settle up. You know, this is, is this a card you want to use? Let's go ahead, ahead and handle all your charges. Go ahead and sign your bill. Mm-hmm. Like you literally walk and you'll get an Apple alert that your Amex was just dinged blank dollars because they just know it has to get done right away. So imagine if you have this extended payment plan where you pay one third up at front, one third at temporaries and one third after finals. When that patient's wearing those temporaries and they know today they have to go ahead and not only approve all the other stuff that they have, but then they have to get hit with that bill. It weighs on them. So if a patient owes you money as well, that's bad customer service. So get the payment done as efficiently and quickly as possible and don't have people owe you money. That's another thing that's customer service. I think it's, that's relevant to this. Keep rolling, buddy. I like this. I like this. Okay. So the next part about wasting time is what type of technology are you utilizing that saves patients time in the chair? So mm-hmm. are you going to choose to gag your patients with alginates or are you going to take a scan of their mouth? Mm-hmm. Not only is it time in, in the chair, it's, it's comfort and ease. And I know there's ease. a lot of, that's what we're, that's what we're focused on the patient ease, right? Yeah. Okay. So Good. I know a lot of dentists are listening to that. Like I take a great alginate. Oh my God. No, Susie, my assistant takes the best alginate. Well, we, patients flavor don't, we flavor yeah, it. We They're flavor delicious. it. We flavor it. We have, we, do you want mint or pina colada? You know, ooh, I love what do you want to choke on today? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> How about a little minty pina colada with strawberry in there too? As we capture well, your uvula. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll in, in literally capture the, we'll, we'll capture the portion of your trachea. It'll be really cool. You'll have a we'll pour it up in stone. You can have a little. <laughs> but don't mantle. worry. We'll be left with a little pina colada aftertaste. <laughs> right. What is that? A piece of coral cast in stone? No, that's my fucking windpipe. My doctor took of me. <laughs> anyway, so but but doctors will say that that my patients don't mind an alginate. We take great alginates. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, if you have an ability to get a scanner. I'm sorry, everybody has the ability. If you if you have the desire to make it better for your patients, that is customer service. I would rather go to a place where no one knew my name and they didn't gag me with an alginate mm-hmm. than a place that everybody knows my name and I have to get alginates for my study models. I'm just saying that right out. We all would agree on that. I've got a thesis on the the technology. You're saying everyone's got the ability and, and then you say, well, not everyone does. And yes, everyone does. No, they, everyone does. I yeah, stand corrected. Right. I want to re- redact that statement. Everybody has the ability to do this. To get an iTero. And I can say without yeah. without question, because we bought four at once and they will give hey. you favorable financing. And I'm just saying it's an easy way to enter into no money down tech. And I promise you it'll pay for itself. If deployed correctly, it will pay for itself, either in referrals, patient wow, scanning people immediately, or the cavity detection. Um, and by the way, we are not competent. I wish I, you know, the people at Itera would be like, oh, this is a good plug for us. I think let's, people let's know by them. now we're not compensated, correct? I know, but it's like, here we are going into Itero and like bragging for them. And you had to drop <laughs> shit tons of money on it. And so do I. But but the point that I'm trying to make and, and is that, there's a study that shows that if you just scan somebody, even mm-hmm. if you don't do anything with it, the mere mm-hmm. act of scanning a patient increases case acceptance. That's why every DSO that's worth their salt scans every Everybody. single patient, right. every single one. Well, it was like that fun hack I said in the summit. I was like, I bet you if you walk into an eye, a consultation with just an iPad, I promise you your, your conversions will go up by they simply do. holding the iPad. Not, don't do, do anything with it. Just yeah. freaking walk in with it. No, or patient photos for that matter. Take a picture of the patient's occlusal yeah, with mirrors and put it on a big monitor and then STFU. Bis- biggest, biggest low-hanging fruit in all of converting oh. dentistry. Put and a, you don't need a... to say anything, nothing. Anything. Yeah. Nothing. Well, what's nothing. that? What is that? Well, who I don't is know. That? Is that my what? mouth? Oh my God, what's that dark thing? We got to fix that. Well, well, hold on, hold on, Mrs. Jones. That That is you, <laughs> yes, that's you. But that black thing is, is an amalgam. It's, you know, oh, got to get, get out of there. I can't, I've never seen that. Who is that my mouth? It's disbelief. It's disbelief. It's awesome. Disbelief. <laughs> right. And those are, we, we, can we get that out? Those are, those are buying yeah. questions. Yeah. Yes, can we, we get can. that? Yes, yes, yes. I'm actually here to talk to you about something totally different, but yeah, well, we got to fix that. Okay. Put a pin in that because <laughs> you're going too fast. Ooh, well, can okay. we get it done by Christmas? They never hey. noticed it before. They didn't even know it was theirs. So keep going. They, I derailed you a little bit. No, it's okay. Um, I'm just kind of going. All right. So, eat so the can- next, Convenience in the so chair was that scanning. one. Scanning. Where it. I'm going to go next is somewhere that I, I firmly believe as well. And I just made a major, major investment into uh, um, mm-hmm. Serona. I, I'm buying the uh, whole bunch of stuff that doesn't MX5, milling machines, oh, and all this crazy stuff. That's where you're going. So I'm going with that. So okay. imagine, if you will, patient A has to have a temporary and come back for their crown, their single unit crown. They broke number 30. Um, you know, it's a sensitive tooth. They have a temporary on, or not a sensitive tooth, you know, it's a favorable fracture, just broke off the cusp. They go home, they get a temporary. I know all of you guys out there and gals out there, your temporaries never come off. Never, never, never. never, Or break. And patients always listen to everything you say. 
They say, oh yes, no gum. They don't floss. They didn't need a caramel apple. They don't crush ice. So temporaries are flawless, but the one in a million temporaries that come off, they have to go back to your office and people are like, oh, it's a five minute visit. Dentists always say it's a five minute visit. It's not five minutes. When you live across town, you have kids that are being homeschooled and you have to get your whole day. I mean, to go to the dentist for most people requires three hours of time, even Mm -hmm. though they're in and out in five minutes. It may take three hours to get there between dropping the kids off and doing this and fitting into their day and driving and parking and all that crap. So a single visit crown for me in my mouth, I would not want to have a temporary. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want my tooth to be cut. I don't want temporary cement. I don't want a contamination of the dental tubules. I want a crown prepped and delivered in the same day for a variety of clinical and time reasons. And by the way, for those that think that, you know, in-office milling sucks, it just means you have to become a better dentist. So I would say, uh, let me just finish this because you can tear this apart and you probably want to tear it apart. I want to tear it apart. Okay. So if you are a, an average dentist, your digital dentistry will suck because I don't care how much power loops you're doing, two and a half, three and a half, four and a half, whatever. If you have freaking like telescopes mounted on your head, when you see your prep on a monitor and it's blown up like, 10 or 15 times, it looks like you were drunk when you were prepping it. So it becomes a very big aha moment where you, I, you look at your prep through three and a half loops or four loops. You're like, wow, that is perfect. And then you blow it up and you scan it. You're like, oh shit. That thing looks like a beaver cut that with his look teeth. At that, look at that overhang. What the All hell of are they doing? But when you can, but it'll make, it, it'll make you better. It'll make you better. I, and it's, I have heard so, that. So now, so now go through. I'm not going to beat me. it up. I just wanted to tell you that I have been bitten twice in the industry in my career with the in-house milling. I jumped on too early, probably my right. fault. That's the problem. Yep. Second, so I had to return, literally get a refund on two entries into the milling. So I think scanning is is that the the barrier to entry is pretty small, right? It's a it's a tangible investment the team can get on board. To me, Craig, it's always been daunting to say we are now in-house milling. Oh my god, be rocket power for your practice, bro. I we'll understand, talk about it. But I've been yeah. it's it's twice bitten, like we're I good, know. right? I and but I hear you, you know, there's yeah. there's 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 uh when someone has a, has a prep and then a seat in two different appointments, it's double the anesthesia, double the time, double the travel, double the appointment, double, 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 right? I get it. I get it from an economies at scale. It's just, I have seen, and it didn't work well in our hands, but maybe yeah. it is time to revisit. Honestly. Yeah. So, so, so whenever it comes to technology, as you and I always talk about, it's never an, if it's a, when, I mean, the it, first, and I the, agree with that, the first car that well, went down the road, people were laughing. It was banging and smoking. It looked like it was going to explode. Like I'll stick to my horse. Look at the first cell phone. Like we talked about in our book, it was luggage. Our, the first cell phone, and you and I are old enough, unfortunately, yep. we'll admit it, to talk about the first cell phone, it was legit luggage. It was a bag and a cord. Yep. It was like so heavy. It's like, I'll just use a goddamn payphone. I can't carry that. My arm will fall off. So, but now we know cell phones are dispensable and milling and, and all that has come the same way. I was not an early adopter. So I went to test drive it in someone's practice, you know, as a, a, a manufacturer that's not even being really made anymore. But they're like, look at how great it is. They, they brought me to the day, uh, to, the, to the practice. I prepped a patient. They scanned and delivered it. It was gnarly. It looked like the, it looked like bubble gum that you just put in legit. anatomy. Like and the funny thing is gum. the dentist, the dentists who were doing it, like, look at how great this is. I'm like, let's take an x-ray of how it fits. Like, well, why would you want to do that? I was like, well, I do that. Don't can I see some of the x-rays you've taken? Oh, we don't do that. No, no, no. So, I mean, listen, if you don't want to look, it's a, everything looks good if you don't want to look at it. So, but uh, yeah, so I'm a big believer in same day milling uh, or same day delivery because people go to 
play. I mean, at least after COVID's done. All right, uh, we, get it. COVID. I get yeah. it. we get it. We get it. Well, let me just complete my thought. No, just so it's not a complete no, your, random. Your thoughts are long and, and no. This is a good, time. This time. This. Hold your hands All right, up. All right, ready to go. Okay. So people go play cards and they say, you got a temporary, what kind of dentist do you go to? You got to go to mine. Boom. All right. Next one. All right, Craig. But fair fair enough. I do so agree now, that not if it's a matter of when it's just the, the when inflection point for, for our practice is, is, you know, we haven't really had time. All right. All right. We hope everyone is getting massive value from listening to this podcast. If you are, we're going to ask a couple things in return. First, Review us on iTunes. If you don't know how to do that, the easiest way is to pick up your phone, open the podcast app, click on the album art, and then scroll all the way through the episodes and you'll see review at the bottom. Go ahead and bang out the stars that we deserve. Second thing, if you haven't signed up for our text uh, list to get notified of special offers or the next summit or whatever it may be, uh, make sure to text the words bulletproof to 33777. That's 33777 and the word is bulletproof. Third thing is we've got the book, as most of you all know, but we've also got the audible version that Dr. Spodak spent three days in studio and it was an arduous task and he crushed it. He really should be an an audible book episode. That's it, everyone. Hope you're having a great day and we'll see you soon. Next, next patient ease thing that you want to talk about is scheduling. (laughs) <laughs> yes I... make it easy for people to schedule i'm not talking we already talked about the 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 uh filling out your the health questionnaire can you text the office yes or no because look, oh yes me as a consumer and you know i'm not even a millennial i'm out of that generation i i, I literally get mad when my phone rings sometimes because i'm like who's calling right just can you text me and and so when the business can adapt and be nimble to, to where society has pivoted, right? Everyone prefers texting. So now we use a service that allows you to text or call our landline, right? Which then pops up on a portal. And my team members prefer that as an inbound because they can manage 10 conversations at once, right? Um, so that's just a simple, simple low-hanging fruit convenience for your patient is to al- allow them to text you to schedule, like text communication, text to confirm, you know, in dentistry, Laura was talking, Laura Hatch was talking their night about, you know, it's funny how our, our industry is behind is that we used to call patients to, to confirm your appointment. And if you didn't, and then you had to call them back to confirm that you're actually going to come, which is like, what, what? And so in today's day and age where everything goes to voicemail, email is almost spam now at, at scale. It's uh, so I think texting has now become, I would say Craig by default, even my mother prefers it. You know, and I, I know I use my mom as like the reference of like, when the tides change, (laughs) but she even prefers that. And so I think that is something that if you're, if you're not doing that now, um, look at doing, it's a really easy integration. You don't have to change your phone number. There are plenty of services out there. We use one called zip whip. Um, yeah, it's great. A lot of the patient, a lot of the plug-in practice management, um, solutions also have text features as well. Just use them. It's so good. And also what's great about the, what's great about the text message solutions is that the chain is there. So mm-hmm. if you have two front desk people or uh, two admin people, I just I just violated one of my own rules, by the way. I called people by their furniture. I hate doing that. But if you have two people, they can actually see the, the chain. So Laura said, yeah, come in at three. And then three hours later, like I can't do 3.30. And then Jenny can say come in at 4.30, whatever. So it actually works really well. 
the next thing I want to say is actually pretty obvious is online scheduling, but this has been a little contentious. It's hard for me. I've, 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 I've had trouble with it, by the All way, right. our integration. But, but Craig, would you not agree? It's the way. Agreed. 100%. Right? It's just, it's just clunky in our space and it's clunky for dentistry. I don't know why I'm using the word clunky so much today, but it's clunky because we use blocks of time, right. Of uh, that are longer, more involved. And if we just let, people control our schedule. And, you know, I'm a big advocate of, of pre-blocks and stuff like that. So sometimes chaos can ensue. And unfortunately, when people can schedule without human contact or without human accountability, I have seen that no-show rates go way up because they didn't talk to anybody. Yes, yes. Yeah, right? I'm happy you said that. That's exactly why we couldn't get it to work. Our no-show rates on the online schedule were through the roof. On through that. the roof. Right. And I don't Actually, know we had providers year, saying, please Craig, don't do that. If it's this this year, it's been off. But I have heard that from many practices, some in our mastermind, some just emailing us, say, what do you recommend? You know, there's the tech is there. It's just that, unfortunately, it didn't, some services I couldn't use because it violated my pre-blocks, right? I wanted to be able to schedule someone when. And unfortunately, the software to date only allows, it sees, it sees a hole and it offers it up as a solution to that person who's booking. And people can just kind of cause, cause, um, mass mass entropy on your schedule. You like that, Craig? I threw that word in there. I like entropy. Yeah, I'm not sure. Entropy what it and means, titrate are good good words right now for some reason. You can titrate entropy too. Little by little, you can get more <laughs> disorganized. Can, um, I so think that's a, that's basically the podcast right now. And I think it's a. I think we have we are testing it right before you just throw it out and allow it to be done at at, at all, across the board for your practice that you can you can shrink it down and make sure you have a beta control that says maybe let's just do it let's just offer it up for hygiene appointments or offer it up for certain days right and control that and get that process dialed down before you just open up like okay it's a free for all we we schedule online now and then just your team hates it everyone is uh you're getting no showed all over the place but it is it is a foregone conclusion that it is going to be the way would you not agree Craig hundred percent, hundred percent. What makes but it, how do you create accountability? And I think sometimes I've told my team, like, look, it wouldn't be so bad if after you scheduled online, you got a, a you sent them a text and Hey, this is Katie at, you know, at the front at the Buckhead office. I saw that you just scheduled really excited to see you make sure blah, blah, blah. And then you created some accountability, human contact via text, I think would totally amplify them showing up. Right. hundred percent. Okay. Pro, okay. The pro, one of the problems and the challenge is going to be too, Pete, and I don't want to go too far tangential on this. You know, the, the hair salon is a no-brainer. You know you want a cut or a shampoo. I mean, the, the ladies have these things that they yeah. get done. They, they know exactly what it is. What will happen in dentistry is I want a cleaning. Mm-hmm. I scheduled okay. a cleaning. I scheduled a cleaning. And, and, oh, by the way, here's the 15 teeth that fell out since the last uh-huh. time I saw a dentist 20 years ago. Well, you're here for a cleaning. Yeah, I know. And a checkup. Here's the 15 teeth. I have a wedding tonight. So it's like there's this people don't understand the condition of their mouth and it causes a lot of confusion between intake and clinical team. It's almost like a vicariously over promising and then under having to. Well, it's also people feel bad. They don't say, hey, uh, Jackie, uh, really good talking to you. I'm a total mess. My teeth are in my hand. Can Uh you like reserve three days of the doctor's time? You know, it's like, no, I just want to, I, I just want a cleaning. How long has it been since the last visit? You know, 25 years, no big deal. I just got a cup, you know, and they don't want to admit it. So they'll, you'll see the intake form saying like, yeah, just wants to get established. And then you go in the consult room, like, yeah, my front tooth fell out an hour ago. Like, oh, I have a, shit. I have a calculus bridge. It's been yeah, exactly. teeth in. 
What did you do to my teeth? They feel so different. You were so dirty. They're scratchy on the backside now. They're scratchy. Did you did you mar them? No, you were just so, this is dirt. Did Don't you worry. Mar, did you did you, did you nick them? Do they they feel rougher on the back now? Right. Yeah, we removed the, the yeah. calculus bar yeah. that you've polished. Right. Millions of but cycles. don't worry, just keep doing you, and in three months I'll, I'll be back. Don't it worry. Back. We'll get to, <laughs> the good news is you don't clean your teeth. Oh, uh, that's awesome. You got, but it, you, it's, you got any more rabbits out of your hat for the ease, Craig? Um, rabbits we, out of my hat for the ease. Um. I think, look, I think, I mean, the obvious cl- things, hours, you okay. know, everybody has talks about like, how do I compete in today's, you know, you could be the most compelling dental office that you ever, you could have the most compelling strategy ever mm-hmm. be open really early and really late and accept walk-ins yeah. that, I mean, you really want to figure out how to, you know, Peter and I would love to have a dentist in our town that was a 24 dentist. hour walk-in. Mm-hmm. We would lo- we would be your biggest referrals. So if someone out there's listening, why don't you do that? You I don't swear have to take if a- I was starting out again, Greg, yeah, no family, no hours. kids, like, yep. you know, starting out, I would, and with, you know, just, I would literally, that would, that's the way I would do it. Just well, that's what Walmart, Walmart's going to do that. Walmart will do that for us. I think one thing that in closing, and by Greg, the way, Walmart will have same day crowns and scanners. FYI. Okay. I think what I'd like to, in closing, just say that, you know, like we always say with everything, no matter if, if you focus on it and you become interested in the topics that we just discussed, and there's probably five others that are great that someone is sitting there listening to this that is yelling, what about this? You know, um, that's what I used to do, Craig. I used to scream at other podcasts before I had one. Um, but I think if you become obsessed and you start looking and opening and, and creating awareness right? This podcast is to create awareness about what's going on in your ecosystem where you need to fill in some gaps. Maybe you've got some good ideas, but I think if you become obsessed with the process from the consumer standpoint, we yeah, always forget obsessed to- Obsessed with adding value. No, it's not Innovating adding value. And- I get so tired of that cliche now. I'm tired of like adding value. Well, adding that's, value. that's, that's what it's it is. Adding value. It's, it's adding value. It's adding ease, adding ease and convenience. Making okay, but adding value easier, better, adding faster. Eve. I had no idea I needed Uber. I had no idea. All right. I had no idea I needed PayPal. But now you can't unring the bell. Right. So it is our job as business people to innovate. We sit a lot of time and, you know, having meetings with our office manager. What do we do? Just spend time walking around your right. office and hearing what are the pain points. Ask your admin team, and, what are the pain points? And audit. Everybody. And this, this is a takeaway if Craig, if Craig will let me talk. The takeaway is. Well, don't finish because I got one more thing after you do. So don't like. Takeaway is audit your process and actually be that consumer from soup to nuts, audit it from like testing everything all the way through, go through the patient experience, right? right. Lay back in the chair, get, get the consultation, get, get right. greeted by Christine at the front desk, all these things, audit your process from soup to nuts as right. the person, right? And you, and what you're going to see like, hmm, we could have done this a little bit better. And it's not that you right. were probably doing it bad, but you had an opportunity to be easier, faster, and better. And, and, and you've got to give the consumer what they want. So when you think you know it all, go ask your admin team, what's the biggest thing that people are upset about? And they'll tell you, they'll say, hey, Dr. Jones, patients are mostly upset mm-hmm. that we won't do a cleaning on the first appointment. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Well, you know how you asked us to do a comp exam and all the records and then you book them for a cleaning later? Yeah, well, patients really hate that. Well, how many? Everyone. One out of 10 is fine with it. I tell them you went to Panky and Coist and this is the way you like to do it, but they really want to clean in because time is valuable. Do it. 
You can do mm-hmm. it. You can actually give them a cleaning. So simple way to do it, by the way, really, really simple is we, ask we, inc- we, I'm sorry. Ask, yeah, your, ask your team. team. Yeah, yeah. Ask your team, but actually give them a cleaning and people will say, well, what type of cleaning do they need? Maybe they need SRP, maybe they need gross sobriety. It doesn't matter. You can tell a patient who hasn't been to the dentist in 20 years. Hey, you have a lot of stuff on your teeth. You haven't gone to the dentist in 20 years. That means we like to see patients two or three times per year. That means you missed 40 to 60 cleanings. So in order to have a good experience today, you're not going to do 40 or 60 cleanings worth of cleanings in the next 45 minutes or else your face will be off on the floor. Mm-hmm. What we're going to do instead is we're going to do a cleaning above the gum line. Do mm-hmm. not use the word gross debridement or else Peter and I will go crazy. You're <laughs> going to do a cleaning above the gum line. But please, Mrs. Jones, don't be lured into this idea that just because your teeth feel clean, that they are clean. We're mm-hmm. leaving a lot of stuff underneath the gum line that we have to go get. All we did is we want to make good use of your time. You got to this type of clean. We pressure wash the house, but next right. visit, we're going to clean the crawl space. Okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> just because your house looks shiny, you, you know, we, we washed your car. You have an under an oil change. So it looks nice and shiny, but, but you get the point. So give them what they want. And if you're curious about what the patient wants, don't ask us, go ask your team. Give the people what they want. And now I'm, now I'm okay. Now I'm complete. Now you can step all over. No, I'm done now. I'm done now too. I'm done too. I think that's a wrap. All right. Okay. I like your hat, by the way, for people who are not watching, uh, Peter is finally in his glory because after years and years <laughs> of being mocked and ridiculed and otherwise harassed, if, if you will, harassed. It was over it his was, uh, position on Bitcoin. It was he's I've now been in a his Bitcoin glory. bull for a long time now. So today is a vindication, my friend. I've gotten my phone has been on fire, blowing up. Hey, help me out! What's going on with this? Can you help me get into the space? Nope, nope. Oh, come on. That's, not, true. That's kidding, not who you are. I'm but kidding. anyway, you did, we did release the podcast already. Today with Pomp, with right? Pomp the Pomp. So. Pomp is, if you, if you guys haven't, if you're just clicking in, Pomp is the biggest influencer in crypto space and crypto, crypto Twitter, which is really fun to follow along with, by the way. Yeah, um, Greg, get on Twitter and, and just look at, look at look all the conversations. It's just fascinating. Twitter is fascinating to me. But anyway, Pomp is the man. He is the dude. He is the spokesperson for this movement um, and, and a lot of this investment. Thesai, Thesai. Can I say Thesai? Thesis. Doesn't go with my. Doesn't go well with my list. But it's a great. It's a great podcast, and I was thrilled that he agreed to come on. Honestly, because this guy. I know a what deal. a big deal, man. Yeah, what a big some, deal. Some big, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, we're good yeah. together, brother. Hey, yeah. so listen. Before we let you go, I'll go. Thanks for listening, and um, please drop a review and also freebpbook.com. Oh. So we are now releasing. If I've said it, I'm sorry, but um, we releasing our. We are releasing our book for free. So just play shit. Pay shipping, shipping yeah. free bpbook.com. Thanks for all the love. We appreciate you. We're honored to do this and uh, let's make our industry the best it can be.